a Radio 1 91FM podcast. Monday through to Thursday at 9.05am on the Radio 1 Breakfast Show, our resident political aficionado, John Moore, drops by to deliver bite-sized politics. From the Octagon to the Beehive, to the White House to the Kremlin, as it happens, here's your political roundup. Maureen John. Kiara Koto, and on today's political roundup, it's all about Afghanistan. Firstly, looking at the government's inquiry uh, into the SAS in Afghanistan and then looking at some declassified documents on uh, the previous national government's view on the Afghanistani conflict. So first, the government's inquiry into a controversial SAS raid in Afghanistan is receiving harsh criticisms. It is alleged that six civilians, including a three-year-old girl, were killed in the raid. The the this inquiry is essentially a response to the claims made against the New Zealand SAS in Nikki Hager and John Stevenson's book Hit and Run. Concerns have been raised that most of, the, of this inquiry will be held in secret. The lawyer representing the Afghan villagers, Deborah Manning, has argued that the vill- villagers' voice is not being heard. Manning has argued that a lack of funding to collect evidence from the villagers will impact on the inquiry's ability to give a voice to the affected Afghanistanis. The accusations made against the New Zealand SAS in Afghanistan are very serious. Authors Nikki Hager and John Stevenson have argued that the SAS was involved in a revenge raid. It is argued that the raid was botched and several civilians, including a three-year-old girl, were killed. The SAS raid took place on the 22nd of August 2010, where six civilians were killed and another 15 injured. And the big question is, did what happened at the SAS raid amount to a war crime? And can we expect justice from this inquiry? The fact that the inquiry is being held mostly behind closed doors is a real concern. New Zealand SAS troops have been accused of killing civilians and engaging in war crimes. A full and transparent inquiry is desperately needed. The public in New Zealand should have a right to see such an inquiry play out in public. However, with a large part of this inquiry being held in secret, it is highly questionable whether we will get any real form of justice. Next, 10 years ago, the New Zealand government wanted to get out of Afghanistan. National was the government at the time, led by Prime Minister John Key. New Zealand had already been involved in Afghanistan for a decade. Now, newly classified documents show that the Key government wanted to an exit plan, but was highly sensitive to the United States' desire for New Zealand troops to stay put in Afghanistan. According to the doc. Documents, the Kiwi contribution to Afghanistan was highly valued by the US and by NATO. The government at the time saw New Zealand's involvement as an important element with New Zealand's relations with the US and other security partners. Or as John Key had previously said about military involvements, it's all part of being part of the Five Eyes Club. Many questions are raised by these declassified documents on New Zealand's involvement in Afghanistan. Why did the Helen Clark Labour government agree to deploy troops in Afghanistan in the first place? Has New Zealand's involvement in Afghanistan been all about pleasing the Americans? If the key government wanted out, why is New Zealand still involved in the Afghanistani conflict? And 
Have New Zealand governments been honest about why they have supported New Zealand's involvement in Afghanistan? And I'm sure we'll hear lots more about this issue. No doubt we will, John. No doubt we will. Mm. All right, thank you so much for that, my friend. That's okay. Uh, see you on Monday morning for the entire political spectrum. Yes, yes, yes indeed. In depth. Let's go deep. Let's go deep, John. <laughs> All right. Uh- that was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.